Hello, everyone. Welcome to Inspiring Chaos. If you don't know who I am, hi, my name is Eunice. I'm the host and founder of this amazing Inspiring community. And welcome to another episode. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, if you're watching or not watching, listening to this on a Sunday, I hope you have an amazing Sunday so far. I hope you have an amazing start of the week. If you're listening to this another day, I hope you have an amazing day so far. Um, so for this week's episode, for this episode, we have the amazing Sydney. Um, she is someone who I absolutely admire. I think, you know, there's a few, few people in your life that impact you and Sydney is one of them. Just her love, her passion for what she does is absolutely incredible. And I really learned so much about her through the interview. And I know you're going to get inspired by her story because I actually did. And she does give for social medias at the end. So stay tuned for that. Listen to the whole thing and follow her because you wouldn't want to miss on anything she posts. Um, if you also like to follow us, you can totally do so at Inspiring Chaos with Eunice on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube. Um, and yeah, I, I'm very excited for what's coming. And I'm very excited for what's coming for Sydney's life because this is incredible. Her life is absolutely inspiring. And it was just an honor to have her. And thank you so much, Sydney, for doing me the, giving me the privilege of interviewing you and listening to your story and getting to know you a little bit more and it's absolutely incredible if you would like to form part of the podcast and want to share your story you should do so by checking out our website at www.inspiringcouchwithunions.com and um through there there's a link that will that tells you want to form part of the podcast and submit your form and i will absolutely love to reach out to you and talk and figure out a day and time so we can you know share and talk about your story in one of the episodes so yeah that is all for the intro i hope you have an amazing sunday amazing day i hope you see how inspiring and remarkable you are and now let's go on here cindy's inspiring story of success For today's guest, we have Cindy. She's currently attending University of Cambridge doing her PhD in education, but her research is more in psychology. Her dream job is to become a play therapist and an author. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So I want to start off with um, you talking about what you're currently doing right now in your career. Yeah, so I took some time off from being a therapist. Um, I was practicing play therapy in the US. Um, I was working in Seattle. And then I started my doctorate last October. So in my second year. Um, the PhDs here at Cambridge are about three years. So I'm starting my dissertation year, which is really exciting. So data collection. <laughs> um, and yeah, my research is really aligned with what I was doing previously. So I've just sort of taken a different route, but I'm still in the therapy um, and play space. Yeah, I mean, you kind of mentioned you're doing your PhD now. Um, what made you decide to get a doctorate degree? It's always something that I have considered, um, but I am someone that thought the idea of like choosing a research question was just like, impossible. I was like, there's too many things that I want to know. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was working as a play therapist. And so we had to move everything virtually and children, of course, were one of the first people impacted with closing schools. Um, and I was just really struggling with what tends to happen in these large events is people don't look to children and include them and their perspectives and their worries and their experiences in general. Um, so that was sort of the catalyst that I was like, okay, I'm going to go and be this person that pays attention to children following this pandemic, not knowing how long it would last or what would happen. Um, and then I found the research center that I'm at pedal at Cambridge, which is just a group of adults that studies play. Um, and so that was kind of how I decided to move 
across the world and be in a different country um, to do my work. Yeah. Um, what are some differences you have seen from doing your undergrad to now your doctorate degree? Oh, a big thing is like freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like particularly the UK structure of doing work for a PhD is there's no like coursework to it. It's just like you apply with the research proposal um, and then your first year is kind of solidifying that, your second is your data collection and your third year is your write-up. Um, and in the US it's like very structured. You have <laughs> almost a master on top of doing um, a PhD. So something that I have noticed is just the space to kind of explore and do what I want on my own um, and kind of a respect for your time in a different way. I feel like an undergraduate, there's a lot of do this assignment and it's just kind of, they don't pause and ask you like what you're thinking necessarily mm-hmm. or give you the space to, to move around and what you're curious about and doing my PhD has been that, which has been great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so getting a PhD can be challenging sometimes. And I want to ask you, yeah. who inspires you to continue working and to get your PhD? I am often and continually ex- inspired by activists. Mm. Um, and whether that be like environmental activists or gay rights activists or anti-racism, um, especially youth activists, they like allow for this space of dreaming that I think gets lost, especially in academic spaces, but just in adult spaces in general. Um, and so they are always a source that I go to, whether it's like actual conversations with people or social media that like, I don't have to do things the way things have been done mm. in the past. And I think academia can be a space where it's like, well, we've always done it this way. <laughs> yeah. and especially as like a play professional I'm like why don't you do things a little bit more like engaging and fun um and so I always kind of look to activists to see how they're getting the work out and how they're connecting to their community and all of that is really inspiring yeah um if you could choose any different job any different career what would that be I would love to be an author um <laughs> and I have done some like published work in my academic career, but I would love to do children's books, um, especially like something around emotions and like navigating what it's like to grow up. Um, yeah, something <laughs> I hope to do in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, what advice would you give anyone who's interested in getting a PhD and a PhD abroad like you? Ooh, PhD, I would say really connect to your reason for doing it. I think even if it's an external reason, it can be about money, like we live in that world. So that's a valid reason. Um, But like knowing why you want to do it, I think helps with the challenges that come with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And doing it abroad, I think that is being really mindful of the people that are in these different spaces. So not necessarily going for the prestige of some place or what program like may seem like the best or is advertised, but like who's the actual supervisor that you're working with and what are the PhD students in that area doing? Um, Because it's, you like lose your support system when you move abroad. And so making sure that you can build that in the faculty that you join or the university that they're in um, is really important. Yeah, um, why was it that you decided to study abroad instead of doing here in the States, your PhD? Definitely the shorter 
aspect of it, just doing it in three years <laughs> instead of six. <laughs> um, but the research center that I work with is partnered with the Lego Foundation. Um, and so just being connected to play people that like yeah. have influence in the world um, was something that really mattered because as a play therapist, I struggle to get people to take me seriously. Mm. <laughs> so I really needed people that already took play seriously so that I didn't yeah. have to fight that first fight to get in the door. It was like, oh, they already accept this. And so now I just have to do my work. Um, and I couldn't find a space like that in the US. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just go do it where it's taken seriously. Yeah, were you nervous when you applied and you saw that you got accepted? I was nervous because you like <laughs> you know there's like a certain amount of disruption that's gonna happen, but you can't mm. plan for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and for to know that I'd be moving in the middle of a pandemic was so much. Like I couldn't have anyone come with me because we'd have to be in quarantine and like so I just like moved by myself. And so like that was really scary. And I don't yeah. know if I would have done that if I'd known that from the jump that like mm -hmm. oh you're gonna have to go find a new apartment and a new place by yourself <laughs> like <laughs> there's just so many pieces to it that is overwhelming yeah um who is someone you admire from your field someone you look up to someone that I look up to in my field is Carrie Hamilton she did my play therapy training um and she's my supervisor for a little bit and I just think the way that she's always willing to like take different opportunities and balance that like academia, but still practicing, but still in the community, like finding a way to connect all of those. Um, I really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is something you wish you knew before applying to a PhD? Mm. Um, funding is hard. And I think that that's a common thing that people know, but I wish that the funding routes would have been a little bit more clear or mm. would have known to reapply for certain things if you don't hear back at this timeline. Just a little bit more clarity, I think, around what that looks like, especially when you're moving abroad. Um, yeah. yeah, I wish I would have had more information on that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you kind of mentioned before you want to become an author. That's one of your career dreams. Um, what attracted you? What interests you in regards of getting that and becoming an author? I think I've always enjoyed writing and I've always enjoyed creative writing. And it wasn't until I started academic writing that I realized how different those things <laughs> <laughs> um, And so, yeah, the children's book route just feels like a playful way to mm -hmm. engage the knowledge that I already have um and someone that I love and she's only written one book but Chanel Miller um her memoir Know My Name is just this like beautiful exercise in like noticing the world and I think that's what I really love about being a writer is like you just get to put on paper the way that you see and experience things um and I like the idea of speaking directly to children in a way that doesn't have like a parental filter on it or like all of these other viewpoints that go into it um just being able to like say what I want and it be heard in that way it's really fun yeah. <laughs> um so I like to end the episode with a very interesting question and I want you to be as honest 
as possible. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, I would advise her to go to therapy earlier. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, I really benefit, and therapy isn't for everyone, and especially with the way the mental health system is set up. Um, It's not the safest place for everyone. And that is an important thing. But I really needed that like individual space in order to start untangling and piecing together how things are connected in my own brain and my own story. Um, And I wish that I would have started that process earlier. Yeah. Thank you so much. I will love you can share your social media with all of us today. Yeah, um, my Instagram is a Cambridge Chronicle, and it is about my journey here as a PhD student. And then I have a website, sydneyconroy.com. Thank you. You have reached the end of the episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. I know for sure you got inspired by Sydney's story because I actually did when I got to interview her and got to know her a little bit more. Um, I know this is the beginning of her career. And yeah, go follow her. Go follow us as well if you'd like to. And talk to you all next time. Bye.